one, two, three. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we're going to call this Fitz Chat from now on uh, until someone doesn't like the name. Um, and then we'll change it from whoever recommends the next name, uh, of course, with conditions. So this is my second installment of Fitz Chat. Um, and the topic for today, the topic for today will be entrepreneurship. Um, and how that's related to everyday living. So when we move into entrepreneurship, um, it becomes a part of your life. Let's say you have this aspiration to become your own boss. Usually that is one of the most common reasons people search out for their own, um, their own source of income and they become their own boss. For me, it was exactly that. Uh, I didn't care if I was making a lot of money working for someone else. I would prefer to work on my own. Um, I'm still building a business and it's grown significantly within the past year despite the challenges of COVID and I'm proud of it and I'm able to own it. And even the days that I wasn't able to put food on the table because of struggles with the COVID, with COVID, I was still proud that it was all because of me. Even in the worst of times, I was able to take ownership of my failings and fix them. And you learn a lot from starting a business that is just applied even beyond your business. It's applied to yourself and how you regulate yourself and you not only create a healthy business, but a healthy mind. And it's important that when you're pursuing a business, even beforehand, you're being very aware of how to solve problems and that you just don't ignore them. You tackle them head on because if you ignore these problems, they'll forever grow. And a perfect example, like within a business, if you're trying to figure out how to solve, like, let's say, let's say you run into a problem with the client. And the client is telling you like they need answers. You ignore them. What happens? Either A, which will most likely happen if you ignore them, they'll ask for a refund for whatever they need if they've already put in a purchase. B, they'll leave you a bad review, which will make you lose business in the future. C, they could even sue you if you've taken their money and you don't say anything. Or D, nothing could happen. Now you can pursue your ultimate goal of ignoring them, which I know sounds ridiculous, but some people do it. It's part of running a business is serving other people. Like that's, that's the whole part of the business, but you manage it, right? Just because you serve other people. I mean, just because you run a business doesn't mean you ultimately have the right to do whatever you want. It's important that you find a balance and that you're able to control yourself as well as be respectful to others and actually grow your business because if you're not respectful to others, then your business will never grow. Unless you're part of some niche, the chances are if you run, if you run a business, like you need to be kind to people, otherwise nobody will want to come back. If you go to a restaurant and your server is awful, the chances of you going back to that restaurant are slim unless you've been there before. But even if you haven't been there before and you do go back, 
you're absolutely not going to be requesting that server back again, right? So if you're running a business, it's a new business, and you're the only one running it, you're rude to somebody. You're the only person that they'll be able to go to. They will absolutely not come back to you and do work with you. So it's important that even in the toughest of situations, if people are being like the worst people that they can be, that you ultimately you find a good solution for the both of you. It's important that you play things safe when you're in a business. Risk is ultimately always a factor. In some cases, when it comes to investment in situations like that, but when it comes to the treatment of your com your customers and your clients, you never want to take a risky move, though it might feel like the right thing to do, and it might bring about some instant gratification. It is never a good thing to act on impulse. You always want to think about things. Always think it out. It, there have been a number of times that I've wanted to tell my my clients that I completely disagree with them. And not only then, but that I, I think that their ideas are ridiculous. And I, I will tell clients that I disagree with them, which is a good thing for me because I'm being honest. But I will never go as far as to say that they're being ridiculous. I won't name call. I won't do anything like that. And it's important that you find that control. Even if people are being, like, let's just say someone is being an idiot, right? Like, it happens. But you never, ever tell them that. And you don't slander their name anywhere because it could come back to bite you. So there is this etiquette that needs to be found when starting a new business. Now, if we move forward a bit and we talk a little bit more just about how managing works, right? It's important. Like, let's say you're starting a business and it's just you. We'll leave the employees out of this for now. If you're starting in a bit, if you're starting a new business and it's just you, you need to be able to know like how to manage yourself before you can manage a business. If you jump into a business at your absolute bottom, it could bring about some happiness with you. But chances are, if you don't have the management of time, money, or anything like that already on your side, trying to run a business is going to be a million times harder. You're going to be running up a hill with bricks on your back. So you need to learn how to manage yourself before you can manage a business. And I would say that this is the number one issue that a lot of people have. And learning to love yourself and like grow yourself and be a self-sufficient person is a massive part about starting a business. So how do you do that? Well, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Everybody's completely different, right? So the first step that you need to take is just learning what makes you happy. What makes you happy is what makes you happy. For me, I like to eat food. If you listen to my first podcast, if I even publish it, um, I mainly talk about food, right? I love food. So I learn to how to actually like budget for food properly is the number one thing. And instead of just going out and spending a random amount of money every time you go to the grocery store, instead of doing that, you actually budget it out and you make meal plans. And it's a great start to learning how to actually budget yourself um, as a person and you learn how to control your money properly. Next, you stick to it. You need to stick to it. You don't go out. You don't spend money on restaurants. You don't stop at the fast food place on the way back. 
you don't go for instant gratification. Even if you're starving and you have a load of groceries at home, you wait until you get to the groceries at home. If you're starving, you don't have groceries at home, you don't go and get an easy meal. Instead, you go to the grocery store and you starve for an hour or two longer. It, it, it's well worth it in the long run. You save a lot more money. And it, with business, it teaches you how to be patient. It's important to be patient and work hard for the things that you need and also the things that you want. Because you're never going to get the things that you want in life unless you work hard for them. You can never expect it to be handed to you on a silver platter. You can't go for that instant gratification that you're looking for. So, never stop at a fast food place. Never. Don't do it. Take yourself out on a nice meal every once in a while, but don't stop at a fast food place. You spend less money going to a grocery store, and you get more of a gratification because you made that food yourself. It's a good thing. Going to a restaurant is a good meal. It's a good treat, and it makes you feel good about yourself, but you don't do that. But like more than you can afford, you want to budget that out. You don't do it just because you don't have food. You do it because it's a good time to celebrate. And even then, I wouldn't even recommend going out to dinner to any place at all. To any place at all. Unless, like, there was really a good reason. Like, if you make a massive sale, what you do is you don't celebrate that sale right away. You confirm that sale. You make sure they're good. You make sure you fulfilled all of their promises or all of your promises and then you celebrate and then you go out you get a meal whatever you can afford and you just you live in that moment of happiness and then from there on you use that moment of happiness to push yourself forward in the future and you're like wow i really loved being that happy and now you have that to compare your life to Whenever you find yourself in a tough point, all you need to do is look back at that one moment, and this can be applied for anything beyond business. All you have to do is look back at that one point, and it can be sad at times, but you use that sadness as motivation instead of letting it cripple you. And sometimes you can't help it. But a part of life is learning how to make that crippling sadness, or depression even, how to manipulate that into being something that grows you. And it's something that a lot of people struggle with, understandably. It's, it's a hard force to overcome, but as soon as you learn how to do it, life becomes a different thing. When we're younger, like much younger, no matter how old you are when, when you're younger, your life seems to be more shiny and sometimes I would even say delusional <laughs> at points, even if it's a bad life. You tend to look at some things with a brighter light than it actually was, which is in some some situations terrifying, right? Because like not everybody lives a happy childhood. It's unfortunate, but it's true. But even when people don't live in a happy childhood, they find these ways to manipulate the situation to make it look good. And in some ways, it's a beautiful thing. And it's delusional also, but it's important that you even do that today to a certain extent. If something bad happens to you or your family, you pick each other up in your family first off, right? But if it happens to you, you find a way to use that, that energy to move yourself forward. You fall off your bike, you don't just sit there on the ground. You get back up and you ride your bike more. You don't just lay on the ground and let it happen and wait for the car to hit you that's coming down the street. 
you get back on that bike and you keep riding. Giving up is the last thing you want to do. No matter the situation, you never want to give up. Sometimes you might feel like it, but you need to remember that that car is always there, right? And one one famous thing that I've heard just even recently is if you just imagine that there's always, like, even if you don't have someone in your life, if you imagine that there's one person or a group of people that are consistently following you, and they are, like, the they're the people that are recording your progress through life. Do you want them to, like, write down your progress in life being what you're doing right now? And if the answer is no, you don't want them to know what you're doing right now, like, you're not proud of what you're doing right now in this moment, then you change it. Then you change it and you move forward and you make yourself do something positive and productive. If you don't, you'll be stuck. It's when a lot of people fall into, they fall into this comfort zone and they don't push themselves. You need to consistently push yourselves no matter how exhausting it may be. You can always find a time to take breaks, but if you take more breaks and you do make time for productivity, then you'll fall behind. Anyway, we're hitting the 10-minute mark here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it, uh, but I think that we'll continue this dialogue uh, or this monologue, I guess it should be at this point. Anyway, uh, I'll continue this monologue next time. Uh, hopefully you like Fitz Chat. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's fun. Um, it's four in the morning. I should probably get some sleep, but hopefully, hopefully someone out there gets some sort of enjoyment out of this, and um, I'll see you next time. Let me know down down below or whoever it works on here. Um, no matter what service I publish this on, I don't really know how, how this recording service works right now. I'm sure I'll be able to save it to YouTube or other platforms like that. But just let me know, no matter how you can, what you think of this podcast and what you'd like to hear me talk about. I'd love to answer some questions and talk with you one-on-one a bit um, and just kind of expand on what your thoughts might be and help you out through situations that you might be struggling with. So let me know, and uh, I look forward to talking to you all soon. This is Fitz, signing out.